You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two least favorite hosts, D and AJ. We're back at it again tonight with Season 2, Episode 4, Chop, Shop, Body, Swaps. It's going to get a little bit crazy, so uh, whip out those Conspiracy Theory starter sets. We're going to go. Well, 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 welcome back. We're going to get a little crazy today. Uh, I'm D. I'm AJ. And uh, like I said in the intro, chop shop body swaps. Um, so I don't know if any of you really remember uh, back in, I think it was like August, there was this thing going around about a guy who was like, he found out that his mom was sold to the military or whatever. You remember that, AJ? Yes, definitely. I remember really wanted to do an episode on it, but because it was an ongoing case, there wasn't a lot of information out. That is correct. So, your boy has the details. Um, and I mean, this shit, uh, you guys are going to see on the on the title, it says part one. It's because there is so much fucking information on like this entire subject. It is, it's fucking mind-blowing. I've been fucked up about it for the past, like, three days. Um, so, are you ready for this, AJ? I'm ready. Strap me on. I'm in. <laughs> Strap me on. <laughs> All right. So, um, back in 2013, Doris Stoffer, Stoffer, whatever, she was in an assisted living facility because she had Alzheimer's and, well, I mean, generally... People struggle taking care of anyone with that shit. And so she dies at 74 years old. And <gasps> end of the that's story. The story. Yeah, the end. Uh, now, so her son Jim was, he was making all the decisions for her. So uh, he goes and talks to one of the nurses at this assisted living facility. And he says, yeah, I've been thinking about maybe donating her body to science so that they can do some Alzheimer's research. And the nurse says, well, we actually had, uh, we have a company that could help with that. And it's called Biological Resource Center. Hot. Um, yeah. Biological Resource Center. I'm going to call it throughout this episode BRC because that is a fucking mouthful. Burke. No thanks. Burke. So Jim gives him a call. He says, all right, whatever. Like, We'll go for it. One hour later, BRC shows up, and they've got a contract in hand, and he signs it, and body is all theirs all of a sudden. So with Biological Resource Center, they I, – I should probably clarify, none of this is an organ donation. This is not organ donations. Anyone that's listening, my disclaimer – None of this has to do with organ donations. Uh, those are federally regulated by the U.S. Uh, because of the Uniform Anatomical Gift Act, whatever. Uh, okay. That took place in like 1967 so that people couldn't sell fucking hearts to people. So this is this is donating your body for science, not donating your yes. organs for transplant. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Uh, if, if live organs are going into somebody... Um, they obviously have pretty hefty regulations on those. I would hope. Yeah, right? And on a lot of this, you would 
hope that that was the same case as well, but you'll find out. So um, Biological Resource Center uh, supplies bodies to medical research research facilities, uh, cadaver labs, medical device equipment testing, and they'll like dentists will actually reach out so that they can practice taking out teeth, doing whatever. Okay. Uh, just because somebody had stated it's way easier to work on actual tissue, like there's nothing that can really replicate it. Um, so generally what will happen is a cremation will follow uh, after they're done with the body. So they'll ship the body off site, they'll do their fucking practice, they'll send it back, it'll be cremated, the remains will be sent to the families. Um and that, that's a process. Being, that's that's a very long process, isn't it? They keep the body around to practice and train and teach for um, mu- up to months. At least in my experience eh, in cadaver labs, they they, yes no. they keep the bodies um, sometimes for months. So in some cases, what what will happen is the like BRC, for example, would rent out the body, which sounds fucking weird. Yeah, but they'll have the body. They'll send it, and let's say, um, let's say. The medical research facility is like, hey, we just want to do like, uh, we want to split the arm open. We want to check out what's going on in there. We're going to teach people and then we'll send it back. And then BRC says, cool, well, they have another arm. If somebody else wants to rent this out, we can send the body over there. Um, there's a lot of movement with these and it's fucking weird. Like you wouldn't think, oh yeah, let me just pack up this dead fucking body and ship it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But like FedEx it overnight. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, but in some cases, like you said, uh, if they purchase the body, um, families will only get like like they won't get remains back, or like it takes a while because the the company is doing a lot with it. So it's really weird. But uh, like I said, cremation if they receive the body back, otherwise whatever, and it'll be specified in the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, now. Sheldon Kurtz, who was actually on the board for Uniform Anatomical Gift Act, um, he came out and he said, it's not illegal to sell a whole body or the parts of a body for research and education. So let's say they said, hey, pay us like $300 to rent this. It's not illegal to do that. There's not a lot of regulation surrounding this. Um, In 2004, they tried to get more regulation, but it didn't really happen, Um, which... You would think that, like, dead fucking bodies, they would do their best to regulate that, but apparently they don't have rights. I guess after you die, you have zero rights. You're dead. You're just (laughs) a pile of cells and bacteria. Fuck you, apparently. (laughs) Um, And then David Morton, who is a professor at the U of U, he's on the American Association of Anatomists. He said there's no way any medical institution could function without donation of cadavers. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, this is a huge, huge fucking industry. Um, all of New York, so all of, the, all of the body donation companies in New York sent out at least 100,000 body parts across the USA. Oh, for body parts, I should clarify. Yeah, yeah. From... 2011 to 2014. So over three years, they sent out 100,000 body parts. And uh, the reason they found that is because New York has really strict uh, guidelines on what has to be reported. So they're like, oh, well, if you send this out, you have to 
make note of it. Whereas, like I said, there's not a lot of regulation. So states like Arizona are just like, uh, cool. Yeah, you're good. You're a business. Do your fucking thing. Don't report it. So it's really tough tracking a lot of this. <laughs> now, a lot of this information that I have is from 2017, 2018. So there may be new laws implemented. We'll just act like we're two years. Yeah, we released this in 2018. This is totally current, yeah, right? Yeah, current. Yeah. This is, this is fucking accurate as hell. Yeah. Uh, so the owner of BRC, this is the most ironic fucking thing that I'm going to say both of these episodes. His name is Stephen Gore. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Stephen uh, Gore. Stephen fucking Gore. The man, Gore. the myth, the legend. <laughs> uh, and if you would like to see who these people are that I reference, uh, there will be an Instagram post coming up. Uh, so if you listen and follow along, I'll have like photos of Stephen, of like other people, kind of all these crazy shit. Um, so Stephen Gore, he started BRC because he, <laughs> he grew bored as an insurance salesman. So natural I mean, progression. Yeah. When, when you're selling insurance, Jeez. you're just like, you know, I'm tired of, I'm tired of offering people life insurance. I'd much rather just fucking sell their body instead of having them pay me for their body. Of course. <laughs> so... Uh, he grew bored as an insurance salesman, but he never held more than a high school degree. Uh, he spent nine years at a local eye and organ bank. So this is where he did the organ donations. It is federally re feder federally regulated. Uh, and he was working with donors' families, and he assisted the surgeons. So okay, so get get some hands-on yeah. experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he later came out after everything, and he said, this was never about financial gain, but a labor of love. Of course. And, you know, nothing speaks more to me than labors of loves. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say uh, assholes. Oh, no, financial gain for sure. Oh, okay. yes. <laughs> uh, and he learned all the shit for his, uh, for BRC, now, with a high school education, obviously, you don't have access to the most amazing things. Um, but he learned via books and the internet, instead of hiring MDs for oversight and handling, which YouTube sounds is like your go-to. You yeah, can learn anything on YouTube. That sounds like a high school graduate go-to. They're like, I could do homework on this, or like... I could hire somebody, but because this isn't about finances, I'll just watch it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, we're going to make a quick switch really quick because a lot of people kind of already know about the situation that happened, but uh, I'll get into everything. So uh, one, of the, one of the people that, or one of the companies that people would donate bodies to is obviously the military. Now, they had a taxpayer-funded research program because uh, they were studying the effects of IEDs on the human body from like Afghanistan or Iraq. So they would purchase bodies to do countermeasures and understand the effect of the IEDs on the human body. Now, you know IEDs, right? 
I know fellow terrorist. I've read a lot of books that were published in the 70s that are on how to make IEDs. Don't put me on the list. I'm already on a list, but it's just, I would never do that. I'm talking directly into my phone. I would never do anything with this knowledge. I just think it's super interesting. So the, like uh, an IED. The FBI agent that's tuning in, just so you know, man, uh, he would never do that right-handed to God that we totally both believe in. <laughs> totally. Um, <laughs> so an IED is not an IUD, as I was finding out, <laughs> but an IED. Definitely, definitely different things. <laughs> It's a little it's a little bomb. A lot of times it's made with just like simple stuff that you can find around like ammonium nitrate and some fuel oil, 6%, you know, super simple. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. Uh, so, you know, they'd place these in different places underneath roads, under bridges and buildings. And a lot of times they would set up so that you have the basic bomb material. And then in that material is a blasting cap. Then attached to that blasting cap is a wire that leads back to the detonator. So when you push the button on the detonator or, you know, those old-timey, like, plungers yeah, that you push say, down. Looney Tunes-style explosions. <laughs> exactly. When you push that TNT. down, that generates the charge that goes down the wire and activates that blasting cap, which explodes, which then causes the larger amount of explosive to go off. And the issue with a lot of these explosives were they didn't always behave in a predictable manner because they're just made with whatever you could throw nails in there you could throw them you know make a giant pipe bomb you could based on what whatever material you had would change how it reacted so they really had to figure out like how to create a successful defense against these things because usually if, they know, were made by a jigsaw would that, you like to play a game uh, yeah fill them with nails Blow people's fucking feet off, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's a totally whatever. normal thing. Needles. It's like a nice Saturday afternoon. Yeah, so IEDs, <laughs> improvised explosive devices. IEDs, not IUDs. Uh, uh, intrauterine devices. <laughs> Same thing, right? Yeah. Uh, so, like he said, uh, these will explode um, below vehicles most often. Um, and that was the biggest thing that the military was looking into was to understand the best way to prevent people from getting injured. Now, they would blow up below vehicles, and uh, they had a civilian engineer on site that he was study he was studying it, and he said it affects mostly the things that are in contact with the, with the vehicle. So your back, your, Ass. your butt, legs, feet, um, really just anything from, like, the waist down. Dick, most important. Oh, obviously you you got those two balls yeah. just sitting on that seat <laughs> they're gonna explode <laughs> so initially the military would test this on crash test dummies uh but the biggest problem that they were running into is that crash test dummies are made in a way that you can really only study damage dealt from the front and from the back um which consequently um is the exact same way that i have sex there's nothing other than missionary and doggy yeah missionary for the sole purpose of procreation (laughs) strictly for jesus praise our lord and savior jeebus fuck uh so, (laughs) so they came out with this program and they started purchasing bodies from these uh these research centers and they were trying to research how to replicate like a digital simulation with biosensors, uh, which 
if you are following along in your handy dandy Instagram posty, I'm not. You'll see there is a photo <laughs> up there of uh the bodies will be like colored out, but they're sitting on what those test devices were. Um and I would show AJ right now, but I'm not going to, so that's off. fair. Um so like I said, they would set these up with biosensors and they were trying to replicate um creating a mannequin for the tests, but they had to really research like how to recreate a body without like actually having body parts. So now to clarify, Randy Coates, the civilian engineer that I was talking about that was on site, uh, he he spoke with a reporter and he said, the bodies were not obliterated. They're not sitting here just fucking blowing bodies up, um, which is what a lot of people thought when they first saw that picture. They were like, yo, the this, this dude's mom went to the military and they're just like using live rounds on her body. <laughs> uh Yes and no. So yes, live rounds, but it wasn't so much uh, just fucking exploding bodies. Most of it was the bodies would stay intact. They would just get damaged within the bones, within the muscle structure of like their legs, ass, back, feet, whatever. All the important things, especially those tootsies. Ooh, them little tootsies. Ooh, ooh, the little tootsies. So (laughs) uh, they would purchase full bodies, but... They would also purchase single body parts. Uh, it was it was necessary, but it wasn't like terribly rare. They were really just trying to understand the structure of things. Oh, but of course. Um, now I wasn't sure if they reached out to BRC or if BRC reached out to them. My money is BRC reached out to them, uh, and the military purchased twenty bodies from BRC for about six thousand dollars each. Each. Ooh, not each. bad. Yeah, yeah. Bodies are expensive, man. I mean, six grand, that's actually a little cheap than what I thought, but I guess it is a dead body, so never mind. Yeah, and when it's also 20 of them, it's $120,000 for, like, 20 fucking dead bodies (laughs) (laughs) that you didn't pay to get. (laughs) So, now, the military had something in place so that, obviously, they're protected, um, and they required signed consent forms for use in blast tests. Now, obviously, you can't have a dead person fucking sign a consent form but it yeah was, you can just give them the consent form <laughs> just just put the pen in their hand and then just drop their hand on the page there you go uh so a lot of this was uh family members would sign when they were selling the the body or donating the body just like jim um mm-hmm. they would sign in in place of them more or less now yeah. uh the one that the consent form that brc had and this is a direct quote from their their consents I have the option to authorize the use of this body for special non-medical projects that could involve exposure to destructive forces, impacts, crash, impacts, crashes, ballistic injuries, and blasts. Examples of how this body might be used include crime scene investigation, search and rescue recovery, forensic pathology, vehicle safety of, or development of personal protective equipment, like military, law enforcement, sports. Um, now, below it, it would say... Like, yes, I consent. Or it had another checkbox that said, no, I do not authorize BRC to use this body for for such special non-medical projects. Um, that's the one that Jim Stouffer, Stouffer selected. I'm just going to call him Jim S. Fuck it. Just call him uh, Jim. Jimmy. 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 Uh. <laughs> so um, he said no. He was like, no, like, 
use her for Alzheimer's research. That's what I did this for. Um, now, if you are satisfied with as far as you've listened, then by all means, turn off this episode. Have a fantastic day. I'm glad that you learned a little bit about IEDs and uh, body donation. If, however, you're intrigued by the horrible shit that I'm about to get into, definitely stay tuned. Um, Yeah, run away, little bitches. (laughs) Yeah, get the fuck out of here. We didn't want you in the first place. Um, Now, in 2012, uh, Arthur Rathburn was going through the Detroit airport. And the FBI... The Trois. It's so Detroit. Arthur, Arthur fucking Rathburn. Um, now, he was already under the FBI's radar, so they were like, well, we know about this guy. Now, I'm going to get more into Arthur and Ra- or Arthur Rathburn and uh, Stephen Gore the next episode because I need you guys to stay tuned because the next episode is fucking nuts. But... On this one, listen to this shit. So, um, so Arthur Rathburn is going through the 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 airport just like any normal person would. You know, he's got a couple coolers behind him. He's just picking up his fucking order that came in, and uh, they stop him and they say, "We need to see what are in those picnic coolers." So he <laughs> is stops. that a yeti? Are they yetis? He pops it open, and there are ten human heads in this red fluid inside these coolers oh is is that all <sighs> yeah no big deal i mean just a regular fucking tuesday yeah, afternoon Who going through the going to the airport with your heads it's 2012 i mean it's post 9 11 who gives a shit what's in your coolers um <laughs> so the fbi had been like i said investigating him for years and this at this point they were like ah, i think that this is where we're really going to draw the line um now this ended up leading to Stephen Gore and BRC sales. And it inevitably prompted a raid on the BRC center in January 2014, which sounds like a really like it way down the line. But it's like I said, there was no fucking regulations on any of this stuff. It's like it wasn't illegal. It's not illegal for him to have heads in fucking fluid. Which is, this is I mean, where I get so fucked up about all this. With, with the proper documentation. With the proper documentation. But, like, in even then, it, it the reason a lot of this, you'll notice when I'm dropping, like, years, is there's so much, you're just like, what the fuck? Like, how is this, like, two years later that they ended up raiding BRC? It's like, well, because they really, like, you can't just say, hey, we need a warrant for this place when they're technically following all the laws that you know of. Um... <laughs> So uh, they do this raid on BRC, and they end up finding documents inside of disease-infested tissue that's sold to multiple sources. Hold on. (laughs) Documents inside documenting the sale of tissues? So uh, BRC itself, so the company, they raid Mm -hmm. it, and they find documents in this center that haven't been released anywhere else that say, hey— this body had hep C, for example. Um, this one had HIV. This one had MRSA, sepsis, just random shit. And I'll have you get a little bit more into those because you know a lot about uh, diseases and in fucking 
all I'm that. A, I'm a specialist. Shit. Yeah, you're my you're my disease specialist. Um. So, Reuter, which is where I got, and I may be fucking up how to pronounce this, but this is where I found a lot of this information, and I will also have a link posted, or at least like cited, on the Instagram post because there is like they did they did a an investigation over the course of three years on this. They have like ten fucking articles that I read through that detail like different events, different things that happened, uh, just everything within the body donation uh, industry. And it's, oh, oof, oof. Big it's a big oof. oof. Get ready. Yeah. That's a big oof from me. Yeah, it's a big old oof. So uh, the investigation that the FBI was running, they went through it pretty quickly, but Reuter wasn't able to get access to these these files until 2016. Um, now when they found the files, they reached out to a lot of the families and kind of said, Hey, look, like this is, this is what happened with this company. Now BRC was down in Arizona, I should specify. Um, so they reach out to good old Jimmy S and they notify him that his mother was sent to the military and he's obviously confused. He's like, well, what the fuck? Like, why, why, why was what did I get? If the military had her body, what was it that I received? Because I got the I got the remains a week after her death. Oh, I didn't and, know. I didn't know that. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. So, Reuter sits him down and says, "Well, here's the thing: the remains that you received are just remains from her hand. <laughs> just the everything hand? else. Everything else went to fucking North Carolina." Or no, Maryland, not North Carolina. He went to Maryland uh, and got addicted to heroin, consequently. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Baltimore? <laughs> yeah, they uh, they did a bunch of, of testing on with with uh, fentanyl, the effects of fentanyl <laughs> on <laughs> Doris's body. <laughs> so uh, he he's obviously distraught. He's like, well, what the fuck is this? So uh, Reuter kind of like fills him in on everything that's been going on. Because uh, he says, I told them they could not send it to the military. Now, uh, like I said, the the military policy was a required, at the very, very least, next of kin consent. Yeah. Come to find out, uh, they they tracked down the, the contracts and they were doctored, tampered, uh, provided to the military from BRC. Uh, now, what they provided to the, the military were heavily redacted forms. Um or they were forms that were signed by an agent of BRC that said, yeah, they gave consent. And then BRC has the actual real consent form in hand. That this says, is the consent no, form that says that they no, provided consent. Yeah. I, you know what? I like I, to imagine I it's swear. just the original form, but they crossed off where he said no and then cro- did a check mark on the yes and then circled it. They fucking Mueller reported it, man. <laughs> so they gave no real information. Yeah, there's a guy just sitting at BRC, and all he does is he just crosses off every fucking line in the entire thing, except for the name and where it says military and the signature. (laughs) (laughs) With a big, fat old Sharpie. Yeah, and then a green check mark. (laughs) (laughs) And then he draws a thumbs up on the paper, too, just just to really clarify. Then he staples a $20 bill onto the corner (laughs) and sends it away. So, um, overall, what was sent to 
the military, there were 34 different humans. Now, I know I said 20 bodies, which is true. There were 20 bodies, but there were 34 different humans in that order. Only 20 of them were complete bodies. Oh, oh that's weird. Oh, Why? Yeah, so, yeah, so uh, 18, uh, 18 of the people didn't even have a military section in their contract. <laughs> Like, of course not. Yeah. Like, I mean, no better way to save your ass than to not specify that that's what it's going to be used for. Um, now, 16 of them did, and 12 of them explicitly rejected use for the military. The military. Four other ones didn't sign anything on that section. So they didn't, they didn't say no. They didn't say yes. Um, one body was actually from this guy who signed the contract himself, like, He's on his deathbed. They're like, hey, what do you want to do? Are we going to cremate you? And he goes, well, I don't have any fucking money. And the Department of Veterans Affairs is fucking garbage with their uh, fucking health care. And so he's like, no, I am not going to go to the military. Whatever. Fuck these guys. Guess who was sent to the military? (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, like, I know we joke a lot about all this shit, but... Reading some of these, I was just like, oh, my God. It was so, like, it is so rough to read when people are like, wait, what? Like, what happened to my husband? And I'll get into the details of what actually went on with these bodies. And it's it's fucked. Yeah, I'm getting getting a lot of, like, flashbacks to IRBs, like the (laughs) pre-IRBs days with all the shitty consent tampering and dude just like this is this is so much worse too like beautiful oof so uh when the military found out about about all this a boot when they found out a boot uh they ceased their their experiments there they were like nope we're not going to do anything more with brc um, we're done. So that was I mean, like right after the raid because the FBI was like, hey, what the fuck is this? So the military's like, uh, we don't know and we won't continue. So I mean, that's at least nice of them. Yeah, right. They could have just been of... like, wow, we got a steal on these corpse parts. <laughs> this is great. What a what a deal. <laughs> um, so the FBI, when they went in, obviously they found all these documents. They found the tampered consent forms. Um but they found a lot worse than tampered consent forms. And and documentation of infected yeah, tissues. And, and the knowingly... yeah. Oh, that's so awful. So overall, the paperwork that they were finding, 80% of the bodies were coming from below average income. Um, now, which you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense. But a lot of it is because it costs a lot of money to fucking die. Like, it's ridiculous. Like... A lot of places charge seven, eight hundred dollars just for cremation, um, and, and then that's a that's a deal in some places. Yeah, it's a deal in some places. But with body donation industry, they say, "Hey, look, you don't have to worry about paying us a dime. We'll take care of it. Uh, we'll take the body. We'll move the body. We won't pay you like or you, you don't, don't have, have to pay, pay us anything. We'll cremate the body. You'll get remains. So, and I mean, obviously." Stephen Gore, he's doctoring fucking contracts, so he's going to do everything he can 
to to convince people to do this. So he's he's just selling this so well to people. He's a fucking insurance salesman. Like what? Yeah, do you like this is the best. <laughs> this is probably his best line of career work that he could have come up with. He's he's just like oh fucking jerking off to selling or taking bodies out of the hospital. Like what a <laughs> piece of shit. So um, they obviously raid the uh, the facility. And they find forty freezers, which sounds pretty normal for a for a body donation facility. Yeah. Um, but inside the forty freezers, like all of them are full of separated body parts. Oh, so they're not even full cadavers. They're no. They're all separated. So they have separated body parts. I mean, uh, if you're gonna maximize your income on those assets, <laughs> then you got to make sure they're they're split, stack. easy to transport. You got to stack them. You got you can uh, FedEx overnight and arm for way cheaper than you can a body. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It just makes sense. And then you can you know one arm to this place, one arm to that place. If you keep them all in the body, you got to just ship the whole body, and you're losing valuable income, valuable Logis- schmeckles from that. Yeah, logistically speaking. Pieces of a body make way more sense than a full body. And so, dollars. Yeah. And because I'll get into it, but it's actually it, like you'll make more if you're not selling the entire body in one. If you're selling it into pieces, you're going to make more because you can charge more per part. Um, so from 2005 to 2014, BRC received 5,000 bodies and distributed 20,000 body parts. God this is damn. one- company one fucking company so the fbi finds all this and they go well we need to move all this out um if you were to guess about how how like if you were to weigh all of the body parts and you give me a number how much how much do you think that they found like how much do you think it all weighed just just from what was in there when they rated it yep just from what they rated oh god damn let me see 200 pounds on average now, how many bodies? If they if they had five thousand bodies total, uh, let let's do fuck <laughs> a lot. A hundred thousand pounds down. You deal know, or no deal. That was impressive. Uh, ten tons of human remains. Holy shit! Yeah, you gotta lose a so, lose a lot of ovens. For example, so I have the exact numbers. So there were seventeen hundred fifty five total body parts. Two hundred and eighty one heads. 241 shoulders, 337 <laughs> legs, and 97 spines. I want Mind more. you, like, they're all frozen, so it's like, it's gonna weigh a little bit more. Dead Even weight, they, you would yeah, say? Dead, it's dead weight. Uh, so the, the FBI filled 142 body bags. That's not garbage bags. Yeah, that's the full Fucking on body bags. Seven foot long body bags. Now, they went through and they compared DNA, and one bag held parts from 36 different people. Jesus. <laughs> that Jesus is the Christ. best cuddle session I've ever heard of in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucking orgy. Yeah. <laughs> That's like um, a furry convention. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh. Um. And similar to a furry convention, there were body parts (laughs) stacked in corners in buckets totally unorganized. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I can see the connection. Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, They had, now, this one is my favorite thing that I read about, was they had a cooler full of penises. (laughs) (laughs) I read about that. (laughs) Yeah, 
and they don't know what the fuck it was used for. They're like, why? Why is this a thing? I like to Me- think medical Stephen research. Gore, yeah, Stephen Gore was just like, he would just dip his balls in there every once in a while. And he's like, ooh. He's, he's collecting the essence. <laughs> oh, no. So, uh... They actually found, and one of the one of the FBI agents said they found a Frankenstein-style body sewn together in in this building, and it was a smaller woman's head sewn to a larger male's body. Of course. Which you're just like, what the fuck? Now I actually looked into it, and I found there was another body broker that uh, somebody had interviewed, and his name was uh, Philip. Goyette, Goyette, Gouyet. Uh, and he said that the bodies were likely sewn together so that they could amass enough bones for the cremation for a family. Oh, so they Because can... it's like, what are you going to do? DNA test your fucking ashes? Like, no, you're going to yeah, send them the ashes. They're like, thank you so much for my dead relative. Let's go dump these out in like a swimming pool somewhere. <laughs> yeah, lazy river, please. <laughs> yeah. Lazy River, just uh, just try to dump them off a cliff, like in uh, oh, I just spaced it. Big Lebowski, is that? Duh. Yeah, Big Lebowski. God, shut up! I shut up. Fuck you. Um, um oh, Jinx, yo me a soda. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> so there's a picture that I'm gonna post. Um, this is another Instagram photo, and I stupidly did not take notes on where it was sent, but you guys will find. Uh, there was a guy that they tracked down all of his body parts. They found, like, the documents on it, and everything on him was sent to different places. His head <laughs> was sent somewhere. His arm was sent somewhere. They sent his fucking dick somewhere, his torso, his legs. Like, everything was sent in different directions. And they reached out to his wife, and she was like, what? Like, and I don't blame her. Like, if they were all, hey, AJ's body was cut up and shipped somewhere. Well, no, never mind. I wouldn't give a shit. I would go, Yeah, that's fine. Dope. whatever. Like, I'm so glad he finally got to travel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Travel the world, finally. <laughs> Thank God. Now, I know that I gave you a teaser earlier this week about a 24-minute long video. That you didn't send me. That I couldn't get access to because the FBI has it fucking locked. And Reuters seemed like they had it. Like there was a little thumbnail for a photo or for a video. I clicked play and it plays like five seconds and then it's all, oh uh, yeah, so that's all we're able to show you. Um, now, the photo is of this guy. He was uh, one of the people that worked at BRC. His name was Kazemi. And he, on Saturdays, would teach college students how to dismember bodies at BRC. So they would come in from like Arizona State. Arizona State is one of the places that got pieces of Patrick's body. Uh, so uh, he brings them in. He'll he'll have them like intern there, and he made a video of how to dismember or sorry, it's called how to strip a cervical spine with an exclamation point. Oh, so nice. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like a solid family film. Until it starts, and there's a body face down on the table, but its arms are already gone. (laughs) Yeah, you don't need those for the spine. Now, to clarify to everyone that may not have listened to the second episode, I don't mind all this shit because all of these people are already dead. And so 
the amputation shit doesn't really fuck me <laughs> up because I don't have to live with an amputation. I mean, okay. um, I'm a horrible person. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. If I if I were worried about being a horrible person, would I really be on this fucking podcast? Yeah, exactly. You would <laughs> honestly be executive producer number two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so video starts. Body's face down. Arms gone. And all of a sudden, you see Kazemi, and he says, "Hey, we're gonna get this started." And he has a fucking <laughs> what what one intern described. As a Home Depot construction saw. So like a sawzall, the one that goes, yeah. Yeah, like the, <laughs> bzz, like that. Like, and it's a nine inch blade. So God he damn. says, on this one, we're going to use a sturdy nine inch blade. You want to make sure that the blade is long enough to reach from ear to ear across the back of the neck. Hey, at least they've got these, these great measuring tips in there. Yeah, so he uses a scalpel, good for him, nice medical move there, to cut the back kind of lift up the scalp and then just busts out this fucking like chainsaw like he's gonna cut down like oh i'm just gonna go trim some hedges or i'm just gonna go cut a hole in fucking drywall and he's like actually i'm gonna use it on somebody's head so <laughs> removes the head and then he proceeds the rest of the video he's removing the spine the fucking cervical spine from this person with that same saw um it's like now, carving a turkey yeah, yeah, which, I mean, honestly, dad Delicious. would do that same shit to grandma. He would cut her open for Thanksgiving. Oh, hell yeah, every year. Yeah, every, year after year. New grandma, new year. <laughs> um, <laughs> Grandpa just had it rolling. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was rolling in the old pussy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so later on they asked, um, they asked uh, Stephen Gore, they were like, so... Did you use a reciprocating saw because it was cheaper? And he he's just like, yeah, like it saved me like, a lot of duh. money. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is your problem, man? Um, so one of the interns that they interviewed about this that was there with Kazemi, she said that um at one point she found herself holding this old woman's hand, like not. Well, it was connected to the old lady. She's just holding the hand in her hands. And she was like, I felt like I needed to apologize. She ended up going on and writing um, her dissertation. She wrote this huge paper on her experience at uh, DRC or BRC, not DRC. So uh, on her first day, she removed fingernails from donors. Why do you so need the fingernails? Uh I actually have the answer to that. Oh, thank uh, it God. It was a cosmetics industry that they sent them to, and they were studying how products enter the bloodstream through fucking fingernails, which was like- God damn. Okay. Um, so they asked Kazemi about it, and they were like, "Like, why, why was it happening? He goes, I don't know. I was just doing what I was told to do. They would show me what to do, and I would take care of it. So I'm a really you. upstanding guy, honestly. Oh yeah. Um now the recipients were found for the for the bodies um because of all of the documenting that that they had done. They're like, oh well we have this contract, we can see where they sent this out. But the thing was that they were sending body parts, but they weren't clarifying to the center they were sending them to. They just had it all documented in their own company. Oh, all Which internal like, documentation. Like, Perfect. You can't you can't copy and paste. Like it's control C. Like the like <laughs> it's fine. It it's okay. How but dare you? That actually uh that's actually pertinent information to know 
for part two. I'm going to keep hyping part two because that's where like the really fucking crazy shit happens. So, uh, and you guys don't get to know until next week. So fuck you. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. With fuck loyal you, listeners. listeners. Yeah. But don't, but, but like, come back. We didn't mean it. No, yeah, come no, back. come back, please. No, please. come back. Oh, God. We're sorry. No, we're sorry. Uh, so they find, uh, the documents pertaining to all this, the sales of the bodies, and they get a nice little count of the average price that was paid for a lot of these things. Um, now, $670 was spent on a liver. $3,191 goes to selling a torso. and this is actually quite affordable if anybody's interested. Uh, You can buy two femoral arteries. For $65? That's a steal. $65, yeah. Uh, For $350, I don't know about you freaks out there, but I'm on board with this one. You can get a nice set of lower old lady legs. (laughs) And so after this whole raid... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, like... Like it's it's real tissue. Like yeah, it'll go bad in like you know a day. You'll get rigor mortis on your dick, but whatever. Yeah, that's it's what fine. people want. Don't you? Uh, do you remember that dude who like exhumed that lady's corpse because he thought they were soulmates, and then turned her into a doll because yes. she kept like it's basically that. It, you can buy all yeah. these parts, just sew them together, embalm them real quick. You're set. Like that. And I mean, if you need, you got to a homemade freezer. Yeah. <laughs> Toss it in the freezer for a few hours. Oh, homemade all-natural fleshlight. <laughs> it's organic. <laughs> and experienced. Because they're all 60-year-old, 80-year-old women. Oh, no. Too hot. Stop. I can only get so erect. <laughs> that was my line. God damn it. Uh, so they they get all the numbers for all of these fucking parts. It's valued at a million fucking dollars. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. For two dudes sitting in two different closets, like, <laughs> that is a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, So when the FBI picked everything up, they didn't really account for going in. They saw 40 freezers, but they didn't expect all of them to be shocked fucking full of bodies. Well, body parts. So there wasn't enough sport storage space. So... They had to buy three walk-in freezers just for the bags. And it's not like, oh, yeah, like they they put some of them in there. You, there were 142 bags. So they filled all three freezers with fucking body parts. Um, they sent bags to 10 local funeral homes after they would sort through them so that they could have the remains cremated. Um, but funeral homes reached out and they were like, we can't freeze these to the extent that you want them frozen. They're starting to thaw. Like, no. We don't know what to do. And so that's where they ended up buying like the third freezer. They said like, fuck, okay. So one of the agents, uh, he was interviewed and he said he remembers the body parts sloshing around inside the bag <laughs> as he moved them. And some of them were leaking blood. And it stained his pants and shoes. He actually retired because of PTSD because of that experience. Like, like you're holding a bag that has Sloshing. 36 fucking people in there. And it's just... <laughs> Sounds like Squidward. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
God, man. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, when I initially read all of this, I was so fucked up about it. I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. Puss. Yeah, I know. And then I read it, like, the second day and the third day, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is crazy. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Like, what a baby. I don't even have PS- PTSD about this. And, yeah. like, I know what it probably felt like. Like, come on, man. I could imagine it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Just fucking terrible. So oh, yeah. parts from 851 people remained in the freezer for three years Jesus. before they could do the cremation. Uh, so after three years... Remains were cremated and returned to families that requested them. Some families were like, no, I like, I can't do this. I, I can't handle it. Jim actually talked about it, and he said, um, I I don't even know like what happened to her. I don't know if these are her remains. Like I have no idea. And he said every single time I look at a picture of her, it's a constant reminder of what happened. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's fucked like, up. Fuck. Like, you can't even look your dead mom in the eyes. Like, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everybody do that? Uh, so the bodies were stored for months to years while they were tracing the identities. I mean, obviously three years to make sure the families got the cremation or, or they got the remains. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I mean, shout out to those guys for actually taking the time to, like, sort through them, DNA test, and figure oh. out where all this go. Like... Like goddamn, that it's tough enough just to do that. fucking body parts that you're having That's to just like crazy. that is the shittiest puzzle known to man. Yeah, it's like, well, here's one more of Ted. We already packed him away, so go back into the freezer. Is this is this Ted's dick? I hope yep. this is Ted's dick. That looks like Ted's dick. <laughs> They bring his wife in. She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not him. I can't tell. This one's frozen <laughs> to 40 other dicks in the Could cooler. you make it longer? <laughs> <laughs> they just hand her an ice pick and she's they're like can you chip this thing out of here and we'll <laughs> uh we'll take a better look at it um so all of this comes to a very happy ending uh oh yeah with all those dicks flo- oh never mind <laughs> yeah, all those frozen dicks of course it's happy mm-hmm. uh so the gore was found guilty um and that'll be in the second episode we'll discuss that further but there was Spoiler a civil alert. suit. Yeah, well, shut up. Uh, so I wouldn't be reading about all this if it, if he wasn't. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that's fair. There's a civil suit that 21 people hold against uh, Stephen Gore. And he represents himself in his civil suit, and he pleads Seriously? guilty. Yeah, he pled guilty. So, I mean, it's not like, I mean, it's not like he really, a lawyer was necessary. But even then, you're just like, dude. So- 21 people are in this civil suitcase. $58 million is awarded to only 10 of those people, which comes out to like 13.2 each. Um, God damn. But it's only awarded to like 10 people after all the fees and shit um, because 11 people wouldn't come forward. They didn't receive any compensation because they didn't come and testify on trial. Like the most simple thing, like- 13 million. If if you told me to come bullshit on trial, like I know that these people weren't lying, but they're like, hey, Jake, come come on trial, bullshit, whatever, for $13 million, uh, fuck yeah, happily. Yeah, <laughs> I would walk into a courtroom nude for $13 million. <laughs> Jesus, I'd do over like 5,000 bucks, fuck. Yeah, exactly. 
Five thousand um, bucks and you pay my bail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Gwen Aloya, uh, her husband was one of the the people that was like dismembered and all that shit. And she came out and she said, I think that the hospices were misled. And they, they interviewed people at the hospital and they were obviously the nurses were like, Yeah, we thought that this would be a great thing for people. We thought that um this would be beneficial, that it would really help move medical science along. Turns out it actually just really helped out Stephen Gore at the time and the military. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, she's not sure whether the ashes of that the company sent her, or well, that the FBI sent her, are really her husband, along yeah, with you're, Jim. You're, you're just like, well, you're always gonna I have sure the guilt. Hope. Yeah, F- like fuck, and you don't even know that it's like their whole, their whole thing. Because yeah, their his head could still be somewhere else. Yeah, there could his be head, somebody else's head, remains in there. Yeah, his head could still be in Arthur Rathburn's fucking picnic cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he could have ditched some of the coolers around there do you do you get into why he had those coolers and later okay yeah okay uh that'll be part two because i'm almost done here so uh like i said the 11 people didn't receive compensation uh and they had the trial on october 1st in 2019 and then they did the uh like where they clarified how much needed to be paid in november so I i was getting those final details on everything and I'm scrolling through like it was the like Arizona Central or some fucking newspaper site in Arizona. And these motherfuckers, I get an ad for body donation clinics in Arizona <laughs> to donate. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Targeted like, advertising at its finest. On on the fucking story. I was like, That's what? amazing. Amazing. Oh God, it blew my mind. I was just like, oh my God, this is so fucking this is just it's too deep it runs too deep it's perfect oh but yeah so uh that's that's the story behind the the story uh, i was i was surprised i was able to find a lot of the information i was worried that i wouldn't be able to find out what the fuck the uh, military was doing with them but as much as i don't like all of it i mean it kind of makes sense they were they were doing it for the good of the boys <laughs> all right well uh so that's this episode next week Part two. Um, if you have any questions about any of this, reach out because I'm basically a, I'm basically a genius now. <laughs> I feel like um, I have read so fucking much about all this. It's crazy. So yeah, reach out, ask questions. Uh, I'll do my best to answer them. Like I said, uh, at points of pressure on Instagram. And if you want to see different pictures, or you're like, hey, you didn't go over this dude. Like I said, just reach out, talk to us. Um, but yeah, you got anything, AJ? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're still accepting spoopy stories. If you send Ooh, us yes. your spoopy stories, I've got a few already. Uh, just waiting for the perfect opportunity. So you know, send them in. We love them. Yeah, unless they're about amputees that are still alive. Then dead, send okay. them directly to me. Only, only to AJ's personal page, which is no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, catch us next week and, uh, thanks for joining us guys.